What's up guys, this is the host of No Holding Back with Chris and Yellow. Ever since being introduced to Michael Myers, also known as The Shape, in John Carpenter's 1978 Halloween, we've since seen our beloved mask murderer go through some really bad and amazing masks. So today, we're going to be ranking and discussing the best and worst masks in the Halloween franchise. We're not going to be including any alternative masks, such as Halloween 5 where he wore a boot mask, in a car scene, Halloween 2007, he wore a pumpkin mask in the mental asylum. Halloween 4, he had bandages wrapped around his head after escaping an ambulance. In Halloween 2007 and 1978, as a young child, Michael Myers wore clown masks. As well as the Halloween 3 masks are not going to be included in this list because Michael Myers never wore them because he simply was never in that movie. If you want me to make a video ranking alternative masks in the Halloween franchise, just let me know in the comment section below. And by the way, the ghost sheet Michael Myers in 1978's Halloween is not considered a mask because he had his original mask underneath the bed sheets. Now starting off with the worst mask in the Halloween franchise at number 15, Halloween H2O 20 years later, the CGI mask. So we have Chris Duran portraying Michael Myers in this film, there was four masks used throughout the whole film because they were just never satisfied. The scene where we can see this horrible mask is where Michael Myers appears face to face with the character Charlie Devereaux. And this scene had to be reshot. So this is why we saw the CGI model of the main mask. Even though it's a quick scene, it's very hard not to miss. They could have just simply reshot the scene from a different angle where they didn't have to show off Michael Myers' mask. Honestly, as a die-hard fan, it's so easy to pinpoint since we're used to seeing the main mask throughout the film, and this is a cheesy 1998 CGI we're talking about, so it's not today's standards where CGI is amazing and hardly noticeable. At number 14, we have Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, The Pink Mask, worn by George P. Wilbur. In this scene, we see Michael Myers throwing Dr. Loomis through a door at the elementary school. You can clearly see Michael Myers' hair is blonde and he has pink skin for some reason. The reason why this happened is because a worker on the set ran to the prop truck at 4 a.m. He brought the wrong mask and the crew was simply just exhausted. They decided to film the scene regardless with the pink mask. The director Dwight H. Little stated that if they would have had more time and money, they would have simply reshot the scene. This ranks higher this ranks higher than the CGI mask because it's simply an actual mask. When making a movie, you have to be devoted. You can't be lazy or tired. And by using the wrong mask and having a different color to it, how can we not miss this scene? We can clearly point out, just like in the CGI mask, that this is not the right mask used throughout the rest of the film. At number 13, we have Halloween H2O 20 years later, the K&B mask worn by Chris Duran. Director Steve Miner intended this to be the original mask in this film, but was later on ditched for the Stan Winston model, which I'm going to be talking about later on on this list. Honestly, it was the right call because this mask is god-awful. Here we have a chubby 
faced Michael Myers with painted eyebrows and huge ass nostrils. You can still see this mask in many of the long shots, but most of the scenes involving this mask were reshot with a Stan Winston model. If you want to check out this mask, make sure to check out the teaser trailer to see it. At number 12, we have Halloween 2, 2009, portrayed by Taylor Maine. So John Carpenter and Deborah Hill both envisioned Michael Myers to have a mysterious and supernatural look to the character. And the original mask represents that. But in this adaptation for the character, Rob Zombie decided to expose his face showing off a beard, which gives off hobo vibes to this character. I get that they tried to humanize the character, but by removing the whole mysteriousness behind Michael Myers, it ruins the whole idea of the shape. At number 11, we have Halloween number 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, portrayed by Don Shanks. This installment was supposed to start off from where the fourth one finished, but the differences of the mask show otherwise. The, the neck of the mask is outside of his mechanic suit, which kills the whole look of Michael Myers, as well as having long hair and a pointy nose, looking like a witch. Greg Nicotero, who designed the mask, designed it after his own face, but Don Shanks, who portrayed the shape, had a bigger head, so they had to redo the moldings so it would fit Don Chang's head. Producer Mustafa Akkad didn't want the mask to expose his eyes, so they took nylon stockings and put it over the eyes of the mask, which made it very hard to see through the mask. Danielle Harris, who portrayed Jamie Lloyd, thought the mask looked very beat up, so she assumed that was okay because Michael Myers goes through a lot in the previous films. So it went from a pasty white look to a blue-gray tone mask. But to be honest with you guys, Michael Myers gets shot three times, falls off a balcony, shot in the eyes, set on fire, and gets run over by a truck. How do you go from a pasty white mask to a blue and gray tone mask with a pointy nose and longer hair? It just makes no sense at all. At number 10, Halloween H2O, 20 years later, the Stan Winston mask I mentioned before, worn by Chris Duran. This is another of the four masks used in the film, but it's the main mask that's shown through the majority of the film. It has extra wide eye holes, which is done to create more eye contact and tension between the characters of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. They tighten the face, his hair is way up in the air, and he kind of looks like a mannequin. This replaced the K&B mask since it was deemed as the far superior mask and it resembled the classic mask from Halloween 1978. At number 9, we have Halloween 4 The Return of Michael Myers, portrayed by George P. Wilbur and Tom Morga, which he went uncredited after getting fired for not properly portraying Michael Myers. So Ken Horn, the makeup technician on this film, decided that he had to recreate the original Halloween mask after the mask from Halloween 1 and 2 was completely worn out, so he had to start from scratch. So what he did is that he contacted Don Studios and ordered six Michael Myers masks. So once he got the box filled with six masks on set, he realized that they just recreated the pink skin and blonde haired model, modeled after William Shatner, instead of the white skin and brown haired mask of Michael Myers. Ken Horn just decided to repaint the mask white and streak tipped the blonde hair into brown. The paint made the mask more bumpy and lacked the original texture because it wasn't designed the same way. Morga, who originally portrayed Michael Myers on this film, filmed the gas station scene, the drugstore scene, and the fire extinguisher scene, as well as the shotgun scene. The rest was all George P. Wilbur. To be honest, the mask is really cartoonish because it's too white and has thick eyebrows and a weird looking eye holes. 
Practically no lips, the hair was too perfect looking like a mafia slicked haired look and looked too friendly as if I wanted to hug Michael Myers in this movie. It lost all texture, it was way too round and it bended and wrinkled so easily throughout the whole film. At number 8, we have Halloween Resurrection portrayed by Brad Laurie. This mask tries capturing the key features of the original mask but went way too tryhard. It looks like he's wearing eyeliner, drawn eyebrows and tinted cheeks as well as the eye holes are way too large and he has shaded lips for some reason. They had the right goal in mind but failed to capture the beauty and mysteriousness of the original mask. At number 7 we have Halloween H2O 20 years later the Butchler mask worn by Chris Duran. This is the best looking mask that they used on set and the mask that they should have kept for the rest of the film. We saw it in one scene where Michael kills Nurse Marion. It was a recast of the Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers mask. The movie would have felt more complete if they had chosen to stick with this mask. The movie was good, but the masks were too whack. At number 6, we have Halloween 2, 1981, portrayed by Dick Warlock. This is the original mask from Halloween 1978, but after three years, it took a complete beating. Dick Warlock's face is wider than Nick Castle's, who portrayed Michael Myers in the first film. This altered the shape's look. He had a wider nose and jawline, literally looking completely bloated. Nick Castle on the set of 1978's Halloween would put this mask in his back pocket during breaks on set. Producer Deborah Hill kept it under her bed for these past three years, as well as being a heavy smoker which altered the white color of the mask. Rick Rosenthal, the director of Halloween 2, decided to replace the hair of this mask. The funny thing is about this movie is that it's supposed to take place on the same night of the original film. But it looks pretty different. But I have to give it to this mask. It looks sick right after Michael Myers gets shot in the eyes and blood flows from his eyes onto the mask. At number 5, we have Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. They brought back George P. Wilbur from part 4 and added Michael Lerfor for reshoots. This mask is very faithful to the original, but the mask looks huge with long hair and the forehead bulges at times and seems a bit grey. It gives off a very lumpy look. Unfortunately, it's a fantastic looking mask in a very bad film, plagued with cult and incest. It has a great definition, the eye holes of the character make the character appear more mysterious. At number 4 we have Halloween 2007 portrayed by Taylor Maine. This is a gritty looking mask, it's aged, it's dirty, it's damaged. This version intensifies the movie and every scene that the character is in. It fits this version of Michael Myers perfectly. It appeared on Michael Myers's head as a young child at the start of the film where he killed his sister. That mask in that scene was clean and very close to the original one. It looks funny on his head as he's a young child and this mask is way too big for him. Rob Zombie wanted to make the mask look as close to the original, but he added scars to this mask that could reference the hardship of Myers' life, detaching himself from being a human and having no sense of remorse. At number 3, we have Halloween Kills portrayed by James Judd 
Courtney, and Nick Castle. So we see this mask in the trailer for Halloween Kills. This mask is half burnt after the aftermath of the ending of Halloween 2018. Michael was left trapped in Laurie Strode's basement as her house was engulfed by flames. He clearly escapes, but the mask took some damage. We can trust David Gordon Green and Danny McBride when it comes to this version of the mask and the portrayal of Michael Myers in this franchise. At number two, we have Halloween 2018, portrayed by James Judd Courtney and Nick Castle. It's such a beautiful mask because it's literally a perfect replica to 1978's Halloween mask. This is supposed to be the same mask from 1978's Halloween after 40 years, and honestly, I'm convinced. It's a key, a, a key detail they added was the hole made by Laurie Strode's knitting needle in the first movie. The wrinkles and shading really shows the mask's age. FX artist Christopher Nelson preserved the original mask's silhouette in order to create this masterpiece. And at number one, we have Halloween 1978, portrayed by Nick Castle. With this mask, it's the mask that started everything, and this mask can never be bested. Film producer Tommy Lee Wallace had a simple task to find a simple mask and came across a Captain Kirk mask made by Don Studios. Wallace removed the eyebrows, the sideburns, made larger eye holes, messed up the hair, and painted the face white. The shape was then born. The blankness of this mask makes you shiver with just a simple stare. And that's it, guys. That's the list. I hope you guys agree. And if you guys have any disagreements or anything to say, just make sure to add that in the comment section below. And I just wanted to ask you guys, what's your favorite mask and what's your worst mask in this franchise? But thank you so much, guys, for checking out this video. Don't forget to check out past videos and anything related to the horror franchise. Thank you so much, guys. Until the next one.